in the Bible's book of Genesis today, Genesis chapter number 6, and I'm going to read just a few verses. I promise you we're not going to be here much longer. Uh, we've heard a lot of good preaching, a lot of instruction, and I thank the Lord for it. Amen. I'm glad I was here uh, today. I was glad I was here last night. Uh, it reminds us, sobers us. Uh, to the seriousness of our task. That is the preaching of the word of God. Uh, I, I, I need these services just like you need them. So that we don't get uh, mundane, don't get uh, complacent, don't get uh, familiar with what we're doing. But that we keep eternity in sight. Every time that we stand in the pulpit, that we realize that eternity is in the balance for many that are in our congregations. And I've not took this lightly even today preaching to you. I, I, and I'm going to be honest, I've just struggled. I, I, Brother Finney talked about being honest. Pray God, I've struggled just to know what to do this afternoon. Uh, but I just feel like this is where God wants me to be today. And just try to exhort you because we've been given a lot of information. Now some of you younger guys, you're trying to process. You're trying to, all you've heard, you're thinking, man, I can't do nothing. I, I'm not worth nothing. Uh, but what you need to do is weigh it all out. Let it, let it work in your heart. Let God use it to draw you nigh unto Him. Alright, draw you nigh unto Him. Not to personality or any, but that it would draw you nigh unto God. Well, if you'll do that. It'll benefit you greatly today. Amen. Boy, what a warning. I thank the Lord for Brother Jones warning us one more time of the rottenness of this flesh. You cannot trust your flesh. And I'm like him. My wife has spotted a many. Said you stay away from her. Amen. By the way, I just throw this out too. If I see a fellow that's too huggy, I do the same thing. And when them people come by, if it's a woman, she steps in front of me and I shake hands around her. If it's a man, I'm in front of her and she shakes hands around me. That'll keep you safe. Amen. So just as a word of help there. Genesis chapter 6, begin verse 5. You stand. That'll help you stay awake five more minutes. Amen. Genesis chapter 6, verse number 5. The Bible says, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man who I created from the face of the earth both man and beast and the creeping thing the fowls of the air for it repented me that I made them but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Let's pray together. Father, I thank you, Lord, today for your mercy and for your grace. Lord, I pray now for just a few minutes. Lord, you'd help me to encourage you, men, in the day which we live. Lord, I thank you for why you spoke to my heart or convicted my heart. Help me to look towards you in a fresh way today. I pray now that you'd help us as we leave. Lord God, that we'll go back to our place of the field and serve you in the place you put us. 
Help us, Lord, to glorify you. Don't just give us unction and we'll praise you and we'll thank you. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen, you can be seated. Back in verse 5, the Bible said, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil. I continually, we find in these early verses of this chapter, it is describing the day in which Noah lived. It was not a great time. It was not a glorious time. But wickedness was abounding on every side. It matter of fact, it didn't just say some of their imagination, the thoughts, but it said every. I mean, this crowd has given their self totally over to the flesh, totally over to sin. Hey, that is the day in which Noah lived. I want to tell you, it is no different now. Hey, Jesus said as it was in the days of Noah, as it was in the days of Lot. Hey, there is no new sin. Hey, but they're just, we hear more about it. There's access to it more. Hey, it, it, more people in our churches are, are flying away and going deeper into the world. It is a wicked day in which we live. But I want to tell you something here today and remind you this truth. There's some things that Noah did in the midst of a sin-cursed wicked generation. He did not let it stop him. He did not let it dictate to him what he did. But we find two things and I'm going to look at them and preach just a minute and help you and encourage you on what you can do in a wicked day. What you can do in a wicked day. Hey, it ain't over. We don't need to throw in the towel. We don't need to give up our Bibles. Hey, though it's dark, though it's spiritually wickedness everywhere, there are some things that you and I can do in this modern day in which we live here. Oh yes. Hey, I'm telling today revival's not over. How the sinner getting saved's not over. Having a work for God is not over. There is still some things that you and I can do in the nasty now and now. Oh preacher, what are they quickly and I'm done? Number one, you can walk with God. The Bible said in verse 9, these are the generation of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generation. And Noah walked with God. Hey, fellas, it's not just Spurgeon that can walk with God. It's not just Dr. Seidler that can walk with God. But you can walk with God in this day in which we live. Oh, friend, hey, what made the difference? Hey, why could those men walk with God? Why can I walk? Because of the grace of God. Listen to me. A great benefit of being saved is not going to hell. That is a great benefit. I am glad I'm not going. But God didn't save me just to keep me out of hell. He saved me to put me in a right relationship with him. 
when man sinned in the garden it separated man it alienated man from God but when he sent his son a man made of a woman in the fullness of time a Christ took the sin of the world and paid the debt and grace is extended to fallen man and grace puts us in a right relationship oh yes you can walk with God oh yes as sure as they did you can oh but I don't know nothing are you saved amen grace came my way 42 years ago I've never got over the grace of God I was lost and undone. I was going to hell. But God that's rich in mercy reached down where I was, rescued me, forgave me, washed me clean. I thank God that grace came to my house. He owed me nothing. Brother Michael, he still owes me nothing. But grace. Amen. I'm not going to heaven because my do's and don'ts. I'm going to make it by the grace of God. Because of that grace, I can walk with God. Listen to me, fellas. It is a decision to walk with God. You are never going to accidentally Walk with God. You make a conscious choice every day your eyes open. Amen. Oh, one old timer said it like this. You get up in the morning, you can say one or two things. Good morning, Lord. And go walk in with him. Or you can say, good Lord, it's morning. Amen. But I'm going to tell you, you make that choice. I'm going to walk with God today. Can I tell you all these years I've been saved, that fellowship, that sweetness, that closeness, in that walk with Him. You want to know why preachers mess up? They fail to walk with God. Why are people mess up? They have no walk with God. I'm telling you, it boils down to your You want power on your preaching? Walk with God. You want power in your testifying? Walk with God. You want power in your sin? Walk with God. That walk is a decision. I, I want to walk with him. I want to walk with him. Oh, there's a decision. Noah made that decision. Oh, yeah. Everybody else wasn't going that way. His great-granddaddy walked with God. I think it impacted him, Brother Piercy. He's seen great-grandpa with a faraway look in his eye. Grandpa, ain't it? It don't look like you fit in. And it don't look like you're interested in fitting in. You're right. I got up and walked with him today and I'm still walking with him. Oh, it does something in his heart. And when grace comes, he said, I'm going to do just what my great grandpa, he walked with God. I'm making the choice. I walk with God. Oh, 
I'm going to say this for you younger preachers' sake. My first message was a mess. It was bad, worse than bad. My pastor, BP Boy, he's in heaven. But he told me years later, Brother Andy, he said, I thought God made his first mistake with you preaching. I said, Preacher, you ain't the only one. I wouldn't, all I could say was, uh. I scared out of my mind. Didn't know nothing about anything really. And God called me. Oh, but I'm going to tell you what made the difference. I've seen others walk with him. And I found out if a person wanted to, that shade they can. Well, I remember that. That's me, 1985, in the shavings of a gospel tent. Well, as a child of God, I've been saved for five years, and, and it's been called a And I surrendered. I said, God, sink or swim, live or die. I'm going with you. I want to walk with you. I want to have fellowship with you. I want to honor you. I want to glorify you. It changed my life. It's not been the same. Oh, there's a decision, but there's also a dedication. Noah's day didn't get better when he found grace. Him and Al. Noah's generation didn't change when he started to walk with God. It kept going down the same path. But he stayed dedicated to that walk. He said, don't matter what others do. I'm going with him. I've done been where some of you are about to get. There's going to be a day the brethren are going to disappoint you. There's going to be a day. You better get ready. You are going to get blackballed one of these days. You won't skip rope like they skip rope. You won't go to their meetings. You won't let them dictate to you where you go. I'll never forget that night. Oh, just me and my wife at that time, only two kids. I remember that night everybody left, heartbroken. I, I'm about to get blackballed. I know it. I did. Yeah. I remember laying my Bible in the front pew. Well, I didn't know what all to do. And the Holy Ghost said, sing to the Lord. Yeah. I said, I don't want to. He said, sing. And then he said, what to sing? And I just reared my head back and I said, I'm going through. I'm going through. It don't matter what the others do. I'm going to say to you, hey, you're going to have to be dedicated. There's going to be a lot of pressure. There's going to be a lot of pull. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on. You've just got a purpose in your heart. I'm not going the other way. I'm going with God. I'm going with God. Hey, be dedicated. Hey, don't give up. Don't compromise. Don't change. I just go with God. Oh, yes. There's a decision. There's a dedication. I'll say this. There's a director of that walk. There's nowhere in your Bible it ever says that God ever walked with a man. I ain't never found them words. You heard me right. That little word with is powerful. If you're walking with means they control the path and the pace. God didn't come down and walk with Noah. Where do you want to go, Noah? 
pick and choose. Why didn't God do that? Because he knew Noah was flesh. I got news for you. 42 years later, Brother Pierce still be saying, I'm still bent towards sin. I'm talking about this flesh. My souls have said this ever going to get, but this right here, it's still pulling that way. Hey, it still gives me trouble every day I open my eye. This flesh fights me. But there's a director. He walked with God. Oh, yeah. I can't say that. Me and Brother Montgomery, I said, we're going to walk together. And you go up that down, I go up that side door, we ain't walking together. Amen. We can't even both go out that way if he's way up yonder and I'm dragging that. We are not walking together. It's hand in hand, step in step, shoulder to shoulder, walking with him. He is the director. I've never picked anything I've ever done in the ministry. Matter of fact, I didn't even know you could pick. I just believed the Bible enough that I was bought with a price and I wasn't my own. I'm just being honest. I just presented myself one day and I said, God, if you can do anything with me, won't to. I just give you me and I'll walk wherever you walk. I'll do what you say. I won't if you don't say to do it. Hey, I'm saying there's a director of this walk. You can walk with God. Oh, let me say now, there's some dark places you're going to walk. But can I remind you what Solomon said? God dwells in thick darkness. By the way, there are some things you can only see in the dark. You'll miss a whole lot if you don't get in the dark. But the dark also hides a lot of stuff from you. I don't want to mess up. Boy, get in that dark where you can't see nothing but the light. Walk in that light and you won't mess up. I'm saying there's a director of this one. Number two, not only you can walk with God, but number two, you can do a work for God. Amen. Noah did a work for God. Hear me right here. How did that? Well, he first heard the voice of God. There in verse 13, and God said unto Noah, what did he say? Verse 14, make thee an ark. He heard God's voice. He told him what to make, how to make it, what to use to make it, how long, how wide, how tall. He said one door, one window. He said three floors inside. He gave him the blueprints to do what God wanted him to do. I'm tell you something, friend. You need to hear God's voice. You say, preacher, I'm candidate in the church. You don't take it unless God says to. You don't hear him say, take it, leave it alone. Oh, preacher, I've got to have 100% to get voted in. Well, sit on the sidelines. 
I didn't get but 98% at Gateway. I didn't get that at Pleasant Valley. Everybody associates me with that because what God did in that place. You know how much I got in at Pleasant Valley with? 76%. 1% enough to get voted in. Why in the world did you take it? Well, I called my preacher that night. I said, I don't know if I take it with that. I said, but God told me to. He said, well, you better do what he said. Fourteen half years later, 300 people laid on down the road. Are you hearing me? You just need to hear his voice. Listen to him. By the way, if you learn to shut up, Amen. And learn to listen for his voice. Some of you are more interested in what the brethren's voice says. You can't do nothing if you don't check with the brethren. I wonder would they like who I'm booking for this meeting. Who really cares? Am I supposed? Oh, I wonder what the brethren say. They find I'm going to take this church. Who cares? If God spoke to you, you do it. You say, I don't know if it's him or not. Well, learn to listen. Amen. I'm telling you, how did you know it? God said it. Had you? I know his voice. Amen. By the way, did you notice that walk produced that work. How else did he hear God's word? He hadn't been walking with him. He'd never heard. Amen. Oh yeah. You're hearing everybody else but you ain't hearing the Lord. Amen. Hey, he heard the voice. God told him what to do. And he heeded it. That verse 22 of that text said, Thus did Noah, according to all that God commanded him, so did he. I'm interested in what he wants. I, I, listen to me. I am not a smart, I'm not against the brethren. There are some of my dear friends here. I love them. Yes, sometimes we, we talk. But I'm going to tell you, if I'm looking for the, for the will of God, I'm going to get away from you. I'm going to get along with him. I had to do that today. I'm not lying. Boy, you don't know how many outlines I've gone through from last night to now. Well, when you're the last man, what are you going to do? And then one time I went down to Beersheba. Have a text I thought of, they's a shooting it. I said, well, ain't no need to get them telling them that again. Oh, I know you're more spiritual. You just got to preach it. But I'm going to tell you that, I just can't do that. And I was I struggling. What God will you? And I, I got alone out in the car. Well, there wasn't nobody around but Andy, but me and him. So I didn't want, I, I love you, but I didn't want anybody to interrupt me. I need to hear him. I believe I found him. I do in my heart. I believe I, I believe I heard his voice and I believe I found the text. And, and just to remind, you can do a work for God. Yes, 
I'm going to say this and I'm done. I could, could you imagine a pulpit committee wanting to interview Noah? Got word about that big building. <laughs> Lord, Noah, I ain't never seen nothing like that. Oh, well, we need you down our place, Noah. I'm just doing what the Lord said. By the way, Noah, how many got on that boat? Eight? Excuse me? Eight? Oh, we'll get back with you. I don't care if it's eight, eighty, eight hundred, or eight thousand, God puts you over. You just be where God told you to be, and you do what God told you to do. I'm going to give you a piece of advice that Brother Eddie Davis gave me years ago. A good while for him left Pleasant Valley. I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I had them days, man, you get in them dry seasons, and you get to wonder about stuff. Now, I don't know how you are, but I'm going to tell you something. I don't want to be one day longer anywhere than God wants me to be. I am so interested in being in the will of God. That is all that matters to me. But I is one of them dry seasons. That, and I, I, Brother Eddie was preaching a meeting for me. And we talked, and I said, Brother Eddie, I, I pray for him. I'm just, I, 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 I'm, I, I'm just trying to make sure I don't stay too long. I, I want, I, I, God's a blessing. And, uh, but I'm in this dry season, and I'm not sure what's going on. He looked at me, he said, did God really tell you to take this place? I said, preacher, I can take you to the spot. When I wasn't even looking for it. And God put it in my heart. He said, if he changes his mind, he'll tell you. And said, until he tells you that, you just labor where he puts you. Don't you run off every time it gets dry and hard. No, don't, don't go set. Just labor right there in your field. Labor in your corner. Just do what God told you to do. Hey, God's God. God's got a good record book. He's not going to forget. Amen. Others may not be impressed, but I'm going to tell you this. If God's pleased with what I'm doing. That is all that matters to me. I've been asked a million times. I've been an evangelist and I've been a pastor. Everybody said, hell, which one you like the best? And this is always my answer. I love the will of God. Because both have got their blessings and got their problems. If you're a pastor, you're dealing with people. You're an evangelist, your bank book looks bad. You, you can just be spiritual. You want to. I'm just telling you, but I've done lived it. I've had it where I, our tithe check cleaned the bank out. I've had men call me the, the week before I was supposed to be with them. I just don't feel right about the meeting now. I'm thinking, I don't feel right about it getting canceled. 
Right? Amen. You ought to travel that road. Amen. I'm just saying find the will of God and stay in it. You walk for him, work for him, you can. There's potential. Hey, you've been warned, you've been cautioned about what can snare you. There is potential for you to do great things. And if, if it's winning one, it's worth it. You can walk with God and you can work for God in a wicked day. Don't you give up. If everybody else ain't cheering you, I promise you call me. I'll cheer you on. I'll hold your hands up. I mean that, boys. If they, if they've all they all bail ship, just holler at me. I've been on that boat you're on. There's somebody in your corner. There's listen to me. There's people watching you. There's other preachers watching you. Amen. Let's do what God's left us here. We are in the right dispensation. We are in the right century where God wanted us to be. I'm a mountain preacher. Okay? You done figured that out real quick. I ain't got a fancy, real fancy outline, and I can't go in all these depths, but I can keep what's on my heart. Because I have had the feeling, Lord, I'd done better in the 1940s. They would have all understood me and got with me. This higher educated crowd looks at me like you've lost your mind. That's right. But God reminded me, no, 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 no. I want you now. I've got my corner of the field. Listen to me now here, and I'm totally done. Listen. I may be working the corners of the field. I ain't got to be out in the big field. I ain't had no great harvest. I'm in that corner getting a stalk here and getting a stalk there. But remember this, boys. The big farm equipment can't get in the corners. The big equipment, won't, they ain't going to get it in there. They don't want to. So I'll just go get in my corner. You labor where God puts you. Father, take the message, use it for your glory, and we'll thank you in Jesus' name.